Welcome to WTF, What the Frequency, a podcast that drops the 5D downloads for the current cosmic conditions. Every two weeks, I share with you the frequencies emanating from the cosmos and how to powerfully align with them in your everyday life. Now, I am your host, Shannon Marie McMurray, your Galactic Girl Scout guide to the cosmos. Welcome to the time of the week that the full moon appears once again. I'm very excited to bring to you this next full moon episode. It is a lunar eclipse episode. Woohoo! In the next half hour, you will come into alignment with the knowledge of the current cosmic conditions for the 2020 version of the full moon in Capricorn known as Grandmother's Moon. But first, let's take a look at this year, 2020. When you break it down, it's clear vision and hindsight. So in order to see where you are going, you have to know where you've been. This is the power of this decade and is most profoundly felt in the year 2020. Again, I like to joke that 2020 will be a year that lasts 10 years. Perfect vision is being able to clearly see what is in front of you while having the advantage of what is behind you in hindsight. With Pluto returning after 250 plus years to its natal position in the natal chart of the United States, there is so much to be gained by having hindsight. With all the retrograde planets in the summer of 2020, Hindsight is your best friend, so really take time to develop it. So let's take this eclipse and the two previous eclipses to ask ourselves, what needs to change? What is no longer needed to move forward? And what have we learned as a country? As we clean up the messes and find the gold of the last 250 plus years in the United States, we as a collective need to bear witness and pay respect to the suffering perpetuated on our soil. Start with the genocide of the indigenous people that still continues to this day. Take time to know your Native American history. This is really important. For instance, do you know the indigenous tribes of the area where you live? If you don't, find out. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area in California, and where I live is Ohlone Ground and Coastal Miwok People's Ground. In Alameda, it was a sacred burial ground, and to this day, there are human remains that are found in people's backyards. So this is a very sacred place of when the Ohlone people built the shell mounds. And so I love to remember this and reflect and say hello and really say thank you. Thank you for this beautiful place. So I encourage you to find out who are the people of the land in which you live. Say hello to those ancestors, the indigenous people of the United States of America. Ask what you can do to pay your respects. Are there descendants living now that are In the tribe, is the local tribe still active? Go and find out. Say hello. Find out what's going on. Next, pay attention to the land, the people who used to live there freely, the animals that used to roam, 
and the trees and native plants that used to be there. Like in my area, it's redwood, coastal redwood forests. And we used to, in California, we used to have the grizzly bear that's no longer here. And so I like to take a look at and try to remember and find out who are the, the locals, the real locals, and, and start to commune and attune myself to give thanks. So next, you want to tune in as you pay attention to the land and say hello to the ancestors. Next, you can honor the history of the African people who were brought against their will to toil and suffer as slaves. Understand American history from the Black African perspective. If you live in a traditional slave state, find out your history. Honor those who once lived there, who suffered, who died, and who survived. Honor this deeply painful passage of time, genocide of the indigenous people, and enslavement of African people brought to these lands against their will. Next, remember the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, and all those who bravely left their homes to fight wars in other countries in the name of freedom. Take time this summer and, the, and throughout this decade, but really powerfully in 2020, to start remembering the last 250 years. You can visit memorial sites that honor fallen heroes, men and women. Remember the mothers and fathers who lost their children, and remember the children who lost their parents. Tune into all the animals, the plants, the trees who no longer exist because of encroachment, modern day living that destroyed local habitats. Their energy is still present and needs our acknowledgement to help any stuck energy that's lost in pain and suffering to be relieved and freed. As you can see, there is much to bear witness to. And this is the time of the full moon that brings this energy into an expanded state so we can see everything that needs our attention now. So as we stand under this lunar eclipse full moon, let's just remind ourselves the energetics of a full moon. So in this phase is when the new moon intentions, the cancer new moon intentions from summer solstice, solar eclipse, new moon in cancer, June 20th, are now becoming signed, sealed, and stamped. This is the week where your goals expand into fruition with the soul's power of your legacy, Capricorn. The universe loves to help fulfill your life's mission and contribute to the greater good. Utilize the Capricorn's full moon's power to uplift your heart, uplift your mind to the bigger picture of your life and doing the work in the external world to achieve your goals. Celebrate your desire to live your life to the fullest and to leaving a mark upon the world. Leave the world better than when you found it when you arrived here on the day of your birth. This is the goal of a life well lived. Grandmother's moon is the Capricorn full moon's name. Grandmother's moon is the embodiment of your maternal ancestors and holds the wisdom of the ancient elders of the goddess. The moon casts a protective glow from your elders all over the descendants on the planet this week. Ruled by the energy of Saturn, Grandmother's moon reaches maturity at her fullness and becomes old before her time. So take time to allow the matriarchs in your family tree to visit you during this full moon lunar eclipse. The ancestors come to teach you, to heal you, 
to love you and look out for you, especially during these powerful times of change. Pray to them and give thanks for their blessings and create an altar for your full moon experience to acknowledge your ancestors. And through this eclipse window, they can pierce through the veil to offer to you their gifts during these times. The full moon passes through the 23rd lunar mansion called True Confessions. And so this lunar mansion wants to help you see what parts of you are in conflict. The third lunar eclipse brings old eras to a close, especially old conflicted places that are unresolved. Let yourself be guided by this lunar mansion Lunaverse to go back in time and reflect upon multiple past incarnations. Venus and Mercury are the guardians of the 23rd lunar mansion, and they arrive in the space this week to soothe the discomfort of unresolved past life issues. So work with them this week, call to them if you are having trouble or a lot of kind of unconscious trauma is coming back, especially based on the current events. Things like COVID-19 can bring back past life memories of being in the plague. Riots can bring back and racism can bring back past life memories of being enslaved or being hurt by the color of your skin. So there's a lot going on, you know, losing jobs, economic uh, downfalls, all brings back trauma when you may have been on this planet at different times and maybe suffered greatly when those types of energies arise. Be gentle with yourself. The Cancer Sun is lighting up the surface of the Capricorn full moon to help you see where you have missed the mark. Where did you not choose wisely for your greater good and the welfare of others? That creates trauma, especially when we didn't know any better from either earlier in our life or from other lifetimes. These unresolved moments create schisms in the psyche of the soul, and they show up in your life today as guilt, shame, and suppressed desires. The full moon is shining this bright light this week to help you move that energy into a state of resolution. So out of trauma into resolution. Take this week to confess your quote unquote sins, times when you missed the mark. And the sun and moon will help expose those shadowy walls that want to come crumbling down. And as we move into higher and higher realms of light, this is on purpose for a purpose. So do not be afraid. As we head into the podcast theme, the theme is recalibration. And so when we look at that theme, things, if we need things to change, things have to fall apart to free the energy so it can recalibrate itself into a new form. So I want you to take a look at the planet of 2020, who I'm electing as Mars. <laughs> Mars is the planet of 2020. Why do you ask? Well, I'm about to tell you. Watch out for Mars. Mars is the god of war, and he is prominent in the next six months of 2020 as we move into January of next year. Mars is traveling in his home sign of Aries, a fiery, explosive energy that can easily be lit by anger and rage. And how many times have we been witnessing or even been a part of anger and rage in 2020? 
Mars will go retrograde in September of this year and will not leave Aries until January 2021. So from July or the end of June 2020 to July 2021, you will experience the power of Mars in Aries. <laughs> Woo! This is why we got to come together as a, as a collective humanity, because uh, Mars is very powerful. But don't worry, because Mars has a partner, Venus, and Venus knows exactly how to talk to Mars, and Mars knows exactly how to talk to Venus in the ultimate harmonic dance of the planets. So take a breath and remember that we do have the help of multiple planets being slowed down in the summer of 2020 in a retrograde. And they together come together to remind Mars to cool it, <laughs> cool it, young warrior. <laughs> in human design, when Mars enters Aries, Mars enters through the gate of spirit. I think that's just so beautiful. Like take a moment, close your eyes and imagine the warrior Mars entering into the gate of spirit. What do you feel and what do you see in your mind's eye? The gate of spirit is a portal that embodies the love of spirit in its most pure form. Remember this. The truth is accessed through this sweet, loving energy that has no shock value. When something happens and it's sweet and pure and full of power that does not shock you, you are in the gate of spirit. The gate of spirit is pure mana from heaven. You can feel it when you allow it to fill your entire auric field. The planet Uranus comes to help Mars so that you can feel this pure, sweet spirit, the love of spirit in your entire auric field, because Uranus rules the aura in the body. And Uranus offers you the power of love's pink flame to free you from the devastating effects of rage upon your spirit. That's Mars out of balance. Rage in balance is spirit. Uranus comes to assist young Mars and says, here, take this pink flame of love and put it in your whole energy auric field around your physical body. See it, feel it, and meditate on love's pink flame in your auric field. Now here's the challenge. The challenge is to develop an understanding of why people do what they do. First, ask yourself, why do I do what I do? And then when you're looking at the collective or people in your neighborhood, community, online, in the world. The challenge is to understand why do people do what they do rather than pointing fingers, pointing blame, feeling responsible or guilt or shame. Just tune in and ask, why do people do what they do? The challenge of this energy is to be love no matter what. This is the walk of the warrior. It's easy to be love when everybody's nice, but can you be love in the midst of anger, rage, hatred, right? Can you, can you find that place deep within yourself to be love no matter what is going on around you or what are other people are doing? This is allowing the planetary body of Chiron, the wounded healer, to come into your world and to help you evolve. Chiron will help clear Mars, Aries, divine I am body. This energetic embodiment is 
a pure love, just like spirit. And it is a healing force. This healing force is Christ consciousness. So as you embody and see the love's pink flame in your aura, bring Christ conscious gold energy in as well. So this is your six month goal. This is your six month practice. This is your yoga. As we engage with the power of Mars and Aries now through January, 2021, can you be love no matter what? Lilith, the goddess of the shadow work. She is here in Aries and she's part of Mars journey through the gate of spirit. Lilith becomes a catalyst switch to allowing the power of creation to create constructively. As Lilith and Mars move towards Eris, the planetary body known as the goddess of discord, together they're doing your inner work to clear the shadows. So now before September 11th, when the three shall meet, Lilith, Mars, and Eris, you have now until September 11th to clear your shadows. This is key. So that when this powerful trio come together, it doesn't have to destroy everything. It can destroy what needs to go, that needs recalibration. So in the alignment near September 11th, which is a big day in our collective fabric of reality, this trio will either be a call to war or a call to everlasting peace. We get to decide individually as we do our work and collectively as we come together to transform this power this energy. You get to assist this by doing your individual shadow work and be the change you wish to see in the world and focus your mind on what you want and not what you don't want. It's a big shift in consciousness. It's a quantum leap in how you live your every day. Can you be love in the midst of chaos? Can you focus on what you want? Can you live your life in a more heightened dream state? already seeing what it is you want and being the change to make it happen. So in human design, the sun at 13 degrees cancer moves into the gate of recalibration. So here comes the sun literally to help us out. The earth always opposite the sun enters at 13 degrees Capricorn right there with the moon, right into the gate of the visionary. So we have the gate of recalibration, we have the gate of visionary, and we have the gate of spirit, all working for us, not against us. In the lower energetic form, these two gates can create tension if the collective is coming from an emotional frequency of lack. So here's your first step in shadow work. Clear your emotional frequency of lack. Where do you believe in lack and limitation? Limiting beliefs, lack awareness, Mercury says, watch your thoughts, your words, your behaviors. Are you emanating an emotional frequency of lack? If you are, it's okay, but clean it up. Now's the time to clear that shadow. Fill it with love's pink light in your aura, gold Christ conscious energy, and start repeating new mantras about what you want and not what you don't want. The Cancer Sun has the power to heal perceptions of reality that are out of alignment with abundance. Okay, so this is big work right here over the next six months. At the same time, powerful energy can also work to create tension. Now, don't get scared about tension. Tension is can be a source of fuel 
right? A fuel for change. So the tension that's being created is coming from a square of the sun to Mars fight energy. The square wants to disrupt, to break apart what no longer works in society. That's what we want. We really need that. But it's about not what happens, but how it happens. So it's not about like what you say, it's how you say it. This disruption energy has the power to open a doorway to return things to a more harmonic flow by creating that tension, which is adding fuel to create big change. But we have to be emanating an emotional frequency of abundance, not lack. The earth's position with the full moon promises us the dream of what we truly want and what is necessary to create lasting transformation. Here's the key. If we ground ourselves, <laughs> a lot of us have been hearing ground yourself, ground yourself, right? But this is the key element, grounding. When you are grounded, you can access the energy of perseverance to do whatever it takes to have the vision of peace and wellness in your life and in the world. So let's just take a moment and kind of go a quick ground. How do we ground? What does that mean? It takes place in your imagination first, and then you begin to feel it in your body. But a great way to ground is to, um, you know, stand on the earth, no shoes, on the grass, earthing, feel the ground, or sit on the ground, feel the ground, your body connecting to the ground. And then loosen your jaw by separating uh, and relaxing the jaw, separating the teeth, make space. Loose and relax the tongue. So open up the throat. And with your mind's eye, imagine an anchor or a tree root. I like to sometimes tie it around an anvil, something heavy, and it drops into the earth and it goes all the way to the center of the planet. And you make a connection and you say hi to the earth. Hello, Mother Earth. How are you today? And what happens is you consciously make an intention to ground to the center of the planet, which grounds you. It's automatic. And then the earth begins to get curious about you. You've entered her field. She says hello back to you. And then you begin to work together. That can take all of one minute to do. And you could do it multiple times a day. And I highly recommend making this your daily yoga practice. <laughs> ground, reground, reset your ground. Ground again, doesn't matter. So when you are grounded, you can access the energy that you need to persevere. Hold that vision of peace. Hold that vision of wellness. Ask yourself, what is necessary to recalibrate the story of humanity back to a place of sustainable abundance for all? That's the pursuit of happiness. Stay focused on what is truly valuable to you. Really own your values and take the summer retrograde season to really tune in to what has value to you. Keep in mind that both of these gates of energy like to fight, right? So the fight energy is there. Mars and Aries fights there. What are you going to do with it? These energies are here because we need extra fuel for change. It creates the tension. That's good. We want to say hello to that and say, thank you. Thank you. Let's use it constructively. Keep your mind's eye single for what you want, not what you don't want. The time is pivotal to create momentum in the field. If we are reacting from, to resolve our own trauma, realize we have trauma, each and every one of us. So make sure you realize that the trauma you see in the world is a culmination of everyone's trauma and suffering, whether it's from this life or another life. 
Have mercy on yourself so you can have mercy on others. This helps Mars as he travels through Aries. We want to help Mars. He's our friend. He's powerful. So as Mars travels through the gate of spirit, your inner warrior is getting initiated in the ultimate hero's journey, right? We're all on a hero's journey. And this journey is about a cycle of death that will ultimately lead to a powerful and spiritual rebirth. You don't physically have to die, right? This is all in an esoteric path that we all take. So this is a moment, an opportunity for awakening your Christ conscious self. Everyone is now walking the path of the priestess or the shaman. And so as you walk in around in your world, know this about yourself and take time to practice seeing that that's what everybody else is doing too. Like really let yourself receive this reality. What we're doing is we each must die to the ego or the separated self, the one that believes in lack and limitation. That is the ego, the separated fear-based self. So we each must have to, you know, we have to die to the separated self to become a master teacher of the heart reborn in the Christ conscious self. I like to see this as Gandalf's journey. It's very similar to the journey he had in the Lord of the Rings. He dies as Gandalf the Grey to be reborn as Gandalf the White. This is kind of a very good analogy of what each journey, what each of us are doing on our journey in 2020. Watch that movie again if you need to. Or tune in and really go, how is that happening to me? As you do this, you can understand what is possible for you and what is possible for everyone else. We are creating with spirit to fully realize our true purpose as spiritual beings in human form. That's what we're here. We are spiritual beings having a momentary human form, right? The more we realize that, the more we can embody it. Come into alignment with your true story of who you really are. And you can come into more in alignment with more beauty and love that can become our everyday earth reality, not just for yourself, but for others as well. So take this time, the rest of 2020, to understand your current perspective on life and do whatever it takes to come into a more profound spiritual understanding of the true meaning of your life. Remember, this is eclipse season and it takes six months to develop this. So these eclipses will take us right in to winter solstice in 2020, where there's a big meeting of Jupiter and Saturn at zero degrees Aquarius, the future. So take this time to do whatever it takes and realize that this is a collective call to get into action. So a first action, do our shadow work. It's an action to prayer, come to prayer in whatever form that takes for you. It is our collective mission together to bring heaven onto earth by embodying our true selves, remembering that we're spiritual beings in human form. We can manifest a world that works. I know we can. I believe in you and I believe in me. We have the advantage of the masses having strength in numbers. Let us use this ability to join together to raise a new flag of freedom. What we do now will resound throughout the cosmos and you will have your soul's name in the hearts of all who exist in the vibration of one love, unity consciousness. Sign me up. This podcast episode is sponsored by 
the Lunar Ladies Club community. Come check out the exciting up-leveled version of the Lunar Ladies Club on their new network. They've got a free Mighty Network community and a monthly secret inner circle to take your soul to the next level. Exciting courses and fun ways to learn astrology now available in the inner circle. Learn your cosmic blueprint, make new friends, and grab your spot today in the Lunar Ladies Club. This episode's listener's question comes to us from the new Lunar Ladies Club community, a free mighty network. Dear Shannon, I am feeling so overwhelmed by the sadness in the world. Are things going to change soon? Love, Anna G. Thank you, Anna G, for your question. I really appreciate you reaching out and asking for assistance. Believe me, you are not alone in feeling overwhelmed. It is very hard to see all the sadness in the world at this time, especially if you're an empath. The energies are magnified by a hundred or even more as you feel them throughout your body. I want to remind you that a good rule for empaths is to observe, don't absorb. Now, I know this is much easier said than done, but I want you to keep that in mind that it is okay to not have to feel it all. You can bear witness and find the ways that can help you make a separation. And then you can use your other tools to help, you know, pray, send love, and hold space. But you don't have to take it into your body to heal it because these are massive energies that we each have brought in as souls to heal ourselves. And the best thing we could do is hold space by creating more love in the world in which people can do their wellness work. So this is a great time to work, Anna, with your angels and guides. Ask them for their help, their assistance. Ask them to come and comfort you and help you know what to do. So as I look at the cosmos and I turn into the, tune into the alignments made among the planets, the vibrations are really high level. They're basically Mach 10. <laughs> so to me, these energies are not designed to be experienced alone. That's why it's good to reach out, ask for help, whether it's among friends and family, as well as our invisible friends in other dimensions. These big alignments are set up to generate enough power to make quantum leaps in consciousness. So we need these big, powerful alignments to create more and more power that we can access as a human collective together to make change. So these big alignments are set up to generate enough energy for that big quantum leap. And as we make a quantum leap, it takes the power of the pod, I like to say, or a group of like-hearted and like-minded people coming together and together we make a difference, right? Just like we do in the Lunar Ladies Club community and the inner circle. So let's look at the, the understanding of how group dynamics like to work to make change. Now, when I'm looking at this, I like to weave together multiple viewpoints to get a deeper understanding and to help us uh, see how we can affect change and work together. So when people join together and work together, their group strength is magnified exponentially. So what I mean by that is if there's two people, they have the power of four. If there is three people, 
they have the power of nine. So see what I'm doing? Two times two equals four. Three times three equals nine. Ten people who work together, like heart, like mind, have the power of a hundred, ten times ten. So think of a group of men, right, coming together to lift a car off of someone who's trapped underneath, who's calling out for help. You know, if one man arrived, he couldn't do it. He couldn't lift the car. But if 10 men come, they have the power of 100 and they can make it happen. They can lift that car as they work together off the person to help them. So to me, this is what Jesus was talking about. He's one of my favorite avatars. I love his teachings. Jesus said, when two or more meet in my name, meaning Christ consciousness, miracles happen. So when two or more people meet with a single purpose, mountains move. It's powerful energy. So think about how you, who you can work with together to uh, do something big, important, and valuable, but do it in group. That's why I created the Lunar Ladies Club and Inner Circle, because together we can make monumental shifts in the, in the collective just by understanding and joining together, collaborating, supporting, and holding a higher vision together. So there's another perspective that it only takes 1% of the population to create a tipping point. Study the work of Rupert Sheldrake. I really love him. He even had a TED Talk that got banned. He, his, his info was so good. <laughs> they were like, uh-oh, we can't let that out. <laughs> I love Rupert Sheldrake. He does great work. He has teachings about um, the morphogenetic fields, like these fields of consciousness that affect how we learn and how we come up with ideas and how we communicate in a very uh, high vibrational way. This morphogenetic field study also shows up as the 100th monkey syndrome. Uh, this is also referred to as an invisible fear of consciousness that affects us all. Uh, Jose Arguello's calls it the noosphere. And I like to call it like the human eye cloud, right? So just for an example, the hunter's monkey syndrome is a study of these monkeys that were on um, these islands. So they were separated from one another. And on one of the islands, and they were all of the same species, right? One of the islands, they one of the monkeys got a coconut and started to bang it against a rock to open it. So he figured out how to open the coconut by banging it on the rock and then you know got all the happiness inside the coconut the meat and the and the coconut water the milk was great monkey was very happy of course all the other monkeys saw what he was doing and they learned from him so on and on uh they started to teach each other until there were about a hundred monkeys and then a phenomenon happened monkeys that were not on the same island, a different island, but same species, had no, you know, could not see the other monkeys, all of a sudden started getting coconuts and banging them on rocks. And they learned how to open the coconut as well. And so scientists were baffled. How is this possible? They didn't see them. They didn't learn directly, but they learned indirectly by this morphogenetic field, this eye cloud, this noosphere, this consciousness that unites uh, a species. So they, they tuned in and got the downloads of how to do this without having to see or be in person. So we have the same ability. So think about that and really take that in and go, huh, wow, that's pretty wild, right? Where will you take that info? 
So when you have a certain amount of people changing their minds, learning something new, or having an awakening, what happens is that it starts to affect the collective human mind at the quantum. Everyone around the world will begin to understand a new concept simultaneously. They'll get the download. So if we upload, like as a group, a new awakening, a new understanding, and we upload it to that cloud consciously, what happens is people around the world will go, I just thought of something. (laughs) Isn't that a cool thing to think about? It makes me very happy when I tune into that reality. So this is a phenomenon that supports how much we are all linked together and at higher dimensions exist in a state of oneness. It's very exciting, especially when we feel so separated um, in, the, in this lower dimensional frequency. If we understand and, and, and know that, that at higher levels we are really connected and united, nothing can stop us. That's what they don't want us to know. Because <laughs> when we all get together, humans are really powerful. So if enough people work together in harmony, we can make a difference. We can shift the energy from a place of sadness and despair to one of healing and moving towards happiness, which is sustainable and sustainable abundance. So in response to your question, are things going to change soon? I would say, yes, they are. And why do I say that? Because the universe is not static. It's not still. It is dynamic, meaning that it's always in motion. The sun, the moon, earth, and Mars under this lunar eclipse full moon are reminding us to release beliefs in lack and limitation. The universe is a space of creativity and destruction. And destruction doesn't have to be scary. Really, the power of destruction is that it frees energy to recreate itself in an ever-expanding universe. Let's get a new definition of that, right? It doesn't have to come from rage, lack, for limitation, frustration. It could come from this other understanding of freedom and let's change the energy to recalibrate and reformulate. So let us try to come together to see what is truly happening in our world today and see what's possible and how things can change. As our world, our solar system, and our place in the cosmos moves into harmonic alignment with the galactic center, so can we shift and change along with it. In my humble opinion, we are in a massive state of transformation, moving from one dimension into another. For humanity, it is really a remembering or a reawakening to the truth that we already exist in multiple dimensions and frequencies. We are creator beings that have been experiencing what I like to say, a reversal of fortune. What I mean by that is for thousands of years, we have been enslaved over time. We've been oppressed. We've been detained. We have not been free across the board. This is okay because times are a-changing, just like Bob Dylan sings. Let us come together to experience the beauty and the glory of allowing the shift to, to happen by loving ourselves so that we can love each other more fully. As we join together in the ultimate namaste, we can find comfort in one another and move from lack to abundance. This is already happening, so don't worry, Anna. It's already happening. Keep your mind and keep your heart single on this focus that things are working out 
better than you can imagine. That's your mantra. Everything is working out better than I can imagine. Everything is working out better than I can imagine. And everything is working out better than I can imagine. Three times a charm. Feel this for yourself and feel this for your loved ones and feel this for every human being on the planet. Remember to pray and remember to call for assistance whenever you are in need. This is remembering the power of humanity and the brotherhood sisterhood that is our true nature. If you would like to send a listener question to be read on a future podcast, send an email to hello at lunarladies.com with listener question in the subject line. Remember, there are no wrong or bad questions. Just send to me what's on your mind and what the frequency you would like to know. Make sure you're signed up on our email list so that you will never miss a show and definitely head on over to club.lunarladies.com to sign up for your free account and join us in the new and improved Lunar Ladies Club. Thanks for listening and see you in two weeks for the second Cancer Lunation podcast. It's going to be another round of excitement in the frequency of cancer. So stay tuned.